Well, shucks, baby. What are we doing here? Guys, welcome back to a new episode of the Maddie Shimmer Podcast. I got a trillion cables around me. If there's a fire, I'm going to get up and trip and be burned alive because I don't know how to organize my cables and my wires and there's everything around me. I got this light behind me, which I'm probably going to tip over at some point. It's going to break and then I'm going to just be engulfed in flames and this will be... Um, this will be a video that circulates the internet called Podcaster Sets Himself on Fire. It finally goes viral. Bing! Guys, welcome back. Maddie Chimber Podcast. We're so excited to be here. Me and my team. Pant to my team. There he is. All right. Put your pants back on. Um, what an episode already, guys. I just, uh, did it again. I did it. I did what I did last week where I, um, started recording on the camera and then I didn't hit the audio device and I was just talking and it was a really good... I mean, I just tore into things. It's I lo- something about an organic intro, just really finding your way into the episode. Things you didn't plan. I think you got to plan to find the unplanned. That's a that's a good rule that I learned. But man, I was really tearing in. I was talking about my dad, how he wasn't around growing up. I mean, within seconds. I mean, I went from sipping my cherry diet coke to just throwing up emotions and talking about how my dad wasn't around, how me and my sister would wait in the driveway for him to come pick us up. He wasn't there. Um, but also I was trying to shed some comedic light how we didn't really care because his car smelled bad and uh, he was boring. So, I mean, sometimes uh, all these little sad uh, my dad wasn't around stories are not so bad. I mean, I loved hanging out with my mom. She was that neighborhood's fun. You know what I'm saying? That's where all my friends were. That's all my toys were. Yeah. <sighs> Um, sorry, sometimes spit a uh, cruise on the corners of my mouth, and then this whole episode is just me freaking out people with OCD because they think I'm going to drool, and guess what? They're just little bubbles. Oh, you, you're 35 and have bubbles on the corner of your mouth? You seem normal. <laughs> what is going on here? You better not be doing some stupid stuff. But anyways, uh, neither here nor there. Um, good intro. Maybe we'll get into that. I, I did record on my camera. Maybe I'll... Uh, I'll throw it at the end of the episode if you guys really want to dig into the old um, reason why I'm the way I am. But uh, shoot, man, I had a good weekend. Sorry, this is coming out late. I know it's Monday. It's Monday at 7 o'clock for me, which means some of you guys, it's 10 o'clock and you're not going to see this till Tuesday. But guess what? Whether you see it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or even if this is a year from when I posted it and I'm talking to you, stranger, who's just running through the old YouTube waves, thanks for clicking the link. I mean, guys, I don't even know. I say it every week. I appreciate it. If you don't want to watch, if, you, if you're going to turn it off right after this, guess what? Thanks for listening to as much as you did, and I uh, will probably talk some trash about you later on in the podcast. <laughs> Ooh, no, I really don't care. Um, had a good weekend, though. I hope you guys had a fun weekend. I got a massage. Ooh, the kid rich. Oh, you rich. There is something very, um, feels very rich when you have another human being rubbing you down with lotions. I mean, it was a very, it was my first massage ever. My girlfriend um, had a, she got one for me for a while ago. We could never nail down a day to go and get it. And you know what? August, July 31st was that day. It was a beautiful women's day. Me and her just went, got massages. We went to Cheesecake Factory, but back to the massage. I mean, let me tell you, um, I was genuinely worried I was going to get an erection. I mean, it's just, the th- it's very natural. And I, and as a bef- even before we went, I go, this must have happened before. I mean, there's no way in hell... 
you're get like getting rubbed down by the other sex with lotion and things aren't going to move and uh i mean i just have anxiety in general that was like the same anxiety before you go to the doctor and you're like i hope i don't, I don't get a boner at the doctor like it's a lot of my life is just fear of getting an erection. At whatever the event is, before I go, I say to myself at one point, I hope I don't get a boner. And 99.9% of the time, um, I don't. And 30% of that 99, I kind of wish I did. So you you do the math. What is that? If 99.9% of the time I wish I had a boner and 33.25% of the times... Uh, I wish on uh, 99.9% of the times I wish I didn't get a boner and of those, no, that doesn't make sense because now I'm saying 99% of the time I wish I didn't get a boner. Um, would, I guess the joke I was trying to say is when you're, you, you go with a, you meet up with a girl and then you fucking can't get it up. God darn it. Shoot shucks, piss ass balls. I'm white. Fuck. Um, anyways, I'll tell you this though. I was worried until I laid face down and my anxiety made me think I couldn't breathe well, which is a great feeling. I mean, I'm literally in the most calm setting. This woman is speaking so softly. I felt like I was in an ASMR video. That's how relaxing the mood was, all the noises of the lotions around my ear. And uh, my anxiety just peeked his head in the door. I was like, hey, can you breathe well? And I was like, I don't know. And uh, that was a good 45 minutes of it. I mean, when you're face down, your my sinuses just there's a lot of pressure build up and um i um i just felt like i couldn't breathe and it's just so strange to me how i can just get jittery i mean i was enjoying it uh as much as i could but there's those moments where you're like generally getting worried i'm like that it, in that moment it clicked to me i was like i have general anxiety disorder which i was diagnosed by uh i was diagnosed by my therapist for having that and in that very calm setting I was like oh you do have it because nobody should be nervous right now I literally even before like we went in I don't know what it is in my old age I'm just getting scared of stuff like it's insane to me I mean I went to the we went to a massage place and I would the, the fact that they said you have to fill out some forms got me nervous I was like what are these forms what happened what happened here once where there has to be forms? I don't want to do any forms. Don't. The only form I want to sign is you're going to have fun, right? And then I, and even that form, I don't want to do form. Like a form means something bad happened and in turn they need me to check a box or something like that. And then on top of filling out the forms and in the waiting room and waiting for my massage lady to come in, I freaking heard the other couple over here and that she goes, she whispered, did you say that you had, um, diabetes? And I go, is that a problem? I mean, do I have some underlying issue that is going to be an issue is going to be an issue during the massage where she's going to press something and it's going to unlock a blood clot and I'm going to fucking die. I mean, that's what I'm, that's where my brain goes. I mean, I know people it's not healthy and it's silly because majority of my brain is rational and I know I, I kind of let these little uh, little episodes do their thing in the in the backyard of my brain and then I go and I and I call it in but sometimes it gets out of the yard and uh, it's, it's just weird I don't know but yeah it kind of and then on top of that I was like oh shoot I gotta I gotta uh, my hamstring and the other episode somebody listened 
and said he had the same thing. But it's been achy, and of course, I had an old room, a roommate once who had a blood clot, and it freaked me out. And I know I don't, but it's then again, you never know if you do or not. So then I'm going to the the, ther- the massage place, and I was like, again, with my fear, I was like, maybe she's gonna like un unhinge it, and it's gonna like just move and. I was like, yeah, going. She's like, you want me to focus on any area? And I was like, I guess you could do my my hamstring. And then, I, and then my anxiousness was like, should she? And then I told her, I was like, I don't know what's wrong with it. I don't know if it's like really messed up. And then she was kind of just staring at me. And sometimes it takes somebody pushing back, even just visually, kind of just giving you a glare, for you to be like, oh, righty, I'm joking. I'm just kidding. That was all. That was just me just letting the little. And then I try to explain my. Um, my anxious metaphor of like this is me letting the, the anxiousness out in the backyard and uh, and it got, it got out the backyard and for a little and uh, yeah so just focus on my back please um but let me tell you this people uh once everything settled down and I felt good boy you're uh, every single part of my body has a knot on it I I didn't realize how many um how many knots I'm literally just a goddamn I'm your head. I'm like your headphones after they go through the wash. Remember, remember headphones with cords. That's literally my body. Every area of my body has a knot on it. I mean, there was a point where I was like, "Are you just hurting me?" I mean, I don't even know what's going. I I get the back has the knots and the neck from all the typing and all the fucking. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but then those areas. I mean, my hands had knots. My forearm had a knot, my my ass and calves. I mean, she was just tearing into me. I mean, she would literally just put her elbow in it and just sit there. And it was one of those pains that was, like, funny. Remember, I don't, I'm trying to think of what other scenario had, like, a funny, a funny pain. Because it wasn't, like, excruciating, but it was, like, you're kind of like, oh, that hurt, that, like, type of pain. Um because I also think you know that what she's doing is making it better. So in turn, you're just kind of just biting your lip to get through it. Uh, but yeah, as she was doing that, she was just really just honestly just messing me up in a good way, though. She did say how tight I was, how the right side of my body is just makes zero sense for how tight it is compared to the left. Which is insane because, you know, we we're, we day to day we're fine. And then, you know, to have a professional who touches muscles all day. Uh, tell you that one side of your body is just insanely tight. You're like, how come I don't really feel it though? You know what I'm saying? I'm shocked that I don't feel anything. But her, you know, as a, again, as a woman who touched muscles all day, the fact that she was touching my hamstring and says, you have a lot of muscle here, that got me going. I go, the boner might come back. It's It was gone for a while through because of all the pain. Um, I'm, not a, I'm not one of those psycho guys who likes pain to get it, get hard. But at the same time, you know, you start... I go. She she knows what she's talking about. She touches muscles all day. She's uh, she knows she knows what a big girthy hamstring feels. I can guess what she just diagnosed me with one. But um, yeah, it's tough to get an erection when somebody's drilling their elbow in your back. I mean, at that point, I was like, oh no, no chance. At the beginning, maybe because she was she did like that. ASMR shit. Not even, she was in it on purpose, but she put a ton of lotion in her hand, and then she's like, you know, working it in her hands, and mom face down, and her thumbs in my ass, and I just hear the freaking noise of like the the um, the lotion. It sounded like oral sex, and 
<laughs> and I was like, shit. And then she started very gently caressing my lat, my lats. And I was like, fuck, man, I might get hard. But um, that was short-lived. And she just punched me in the face and says, you're safe for it's Oklahoma. And I was like, god damn it. She went, and just finger ass ice cream. She poured wax in my mouth. And then I blacked out and, you know, I woke up to a lovely scalp massage. But... Other than that, it was cool. Check it out. Um, one thing I did not like is the fact that they just coat you with lotion. I felt like a goddamn duck that went through an oil spill. My hair was oily, which is frustrating because me and Mandy wanted to. We went to Cheesecake Factory after, which was just a phenomenal nightcap to getting your ass kicked. I was. It made you very tired, though. I thought I was going to leave there invigorated, and I'll be honest. Um, it got me pretty tired. We were both kind of, you know, we were left excited to go to Cheesecake Factory, which I love. Uh, the It's a phenomenal place. And we were kind of both, she was more sprightly than me, but I was just like, wow, I did not expect it to just drain me that much. But um, we went there and uh, just slammed two drinks, shared, shared a meal. Uh, and I think that's what you do as a couple. First off, before I go into couple splitting etiquette, I mean, Cheesecake Factory and Vert, that type of restaurant, um, I mean, my favorite thing on earth. I mean, I'm not a money guy. I know I talked about how I just got rubbed down for an hour, but it's like, I love a good deal. I love I love getting the bang for your buck. I mean, she. one time I, uh, where the hell was I? I did my old podcast with Mike, the village idiot one. I remember I forgot who said what, but I mentioned somebody goes, oh, do you have any big plans for Valentine's Day? And I go, oh, I think we're going to probably just go like Cheesecake Factory. And then they 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 had a little snicker. <laughs> You're like, fuck you. I go, that, first off, go there and tell me you don't like it. I mean, if anybody listening can genuinely go there and tell me they don't like it, you're 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 very mentally unwell. You need help. Your tongue is wrong. Something's wrong with you. So we'll just say that right now. But then the snark and snicker the 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 bullshit of like as if it's like corny to go there. I'm like when a couple finds a thing too that is fun to do and it releases the dopamine and it's no pressure and all this stuff. Why not do that? I remember I, that. And again, that place is conducive of, I'm not having my wedding there. I mean, I'm not going to freaking, I know when to, when to cap the, you know, fun at the middle America restaurants, but I mean, on a day like that, I know we're nowhere near, but it's like, who gives a shit? But, and then on top of that, I fucking love those restaurants. You always know what you're going to get. It's a relaxed vibe. When I go out, I want to feel relaxed. You know, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna piss your money away. And even if you spend a decent amount of money there, you know, you're gonna get, you're gonna like it all. And even if you don't like it, you're like, that was so good. I just won't get it next time. And it's fun. I mean, I enjoy just going there. Her and I get a bar tabletop. You don't have to wait. That's a trick, people. If you didn't know. And then you just do that. It's like I mean, it's the it's a fun night and um, all those type of restaurants. So I fucking love those. I'm just sick of. And I, I will be honest. I I uh, I fell victim to the to the cool L.A. city expensive restaurant thing. I mean, I I and I go to them. They're good, 
But I mean, nine times out of 10, you don't leave full. I know that's a very cliche thing and a, not even hacky because I'm defend. I, 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 it's true. You, you don't leave that hungry. You spend an ass load of money. I mean, the amount of money I've spent going on like fun friend date, fun, like fun dinners with friends where we're all doing family style, which is the, the worst way to eat, um, is just not, I can't even, it's, it happened so many times where literally just family style, everybody's drinking and you forget that we're going to split the bill evenly. And then you do the bath of what <clears throat> you ate and you're just like, oh, mine's probably like 40 bucks, which is still insane for how little I ate. And then you see what the bill is after you all split it. And you're like, how am I spending a hundred something dollars? How is that fucking happening right now? I'm sick of this shit. So I cross those out. No friend dinners anymore. I'm done with that shit. I, I, I feel bad because I keep turning people down when they ask me. But it's like, dude, it's not worth it. I Last time I went, I think I spent like 200 fucking something dollars. And I was like, that doesn't make any sense in my brain. I, I mean... Unless I'm a trillionaire, I don't really don't give a shit. I mean, right now, that doesn't make any sense to me. And then even going to like, there's a couple restaurants, though, that me and my girlfriend are willing to break this rule on. Um, Teru Sushi in Studio City is one of my, our, it's just my favorite place. We love going there. You're going to spend at least 150 if you really want to just leave very happy and drink and all that stuff. But again, it's a once in a while thing. And I think that's an amount where at least we're leaving full and all this shit. Um, but other than that, I rarely go to these places and I'm that are like douchey. That's all you see out here is just douchey people trying to spend money cool and not get. It's like this like competition to like spend money and not give a shit and I mean, again, I, I did it, and it t- it's shitty because when you're young, you're mature, and you think it's cool to do that, going to fucking clubs, like literally one round for like two people is like 40 bucks, and you're just like, at the time, you're, you're like, whatever, we're having fun, I pre-gamed, you get a little, bo- that's one thing, when you get when you get booze and you, you, you don't care about the bill, ordering or the bill, you, you don't give a shit, it's the next day and the day after, and then you do that math where you're like, I could have got groceries five times with that amount of money, it's always that post-mortem recap of a bill where you're like, god damn it, and it's different because, I mean, when I had a job, I didn't give a shit. But even then, I slowly, I, I was like, this isn't smart. I, I don't like this shit. But it's always that kind of like a recap of like, I always take this, the amount of this thing I didn't want to spend and then apply it to what I could have bought with it. And I think that's always a funny um, observation considering, I mean, just everything's expensive now. Everything fucking costs so much goddamn money. Cucumbers are $3. I'm just having these these thoughts that don't even make sense just any way to save money i'm just like i should farm i mean i don't even know why I, how i could do that or why but it's like you just feel yourself getting fucked in the ass by these companies because they raise the price for whatever reason and i know i'm talking about inflation but i'm not smart enough to really go into the ins and outs but i'm talking to it talking about it as a goddamn human being on the front lines uh, at the grocery store, I know I know grocery store workers say said they were f- on the front lines during COVID. Well, guess what? Now the customers are on the front lines during the inflation, and I'm like, hey, hey, you're not that much money. 
I don't know when we're, we started doing this, and that's what's frustrating. The second like I saw gas go up, you damn well know once it, it shoots up because of the cost per barrel, and then I feel like when it can go down, say two dollars, greed kicks in, and it only goes down a dollar twenty because they want to pocket the rest of that that save. You know what I'm saying? That's what's going on, people. That's why I'm skeptical, and I'm doing everything I can to save goddamn money right now. I'm doing everything, baby. Going to Cheesecake Factory. I don't even go there a lot, but I'm at, I'm the guy. I'm at the point now where I'm just I get you. If I save money, I just get so horny and I feel like I won. That feeling. You ever save money and you're like, I feel like I just fucking won something. I don't even know what. And I'm. It's not even like I'm saving. I'm trying to think of how, like, what's the best thing I've been saving. I mean, for example, I think just comparing. Like, for all I know, the bottom line number that I spend is not even that good. But when I see what something's cost at the store and I can go to another place or another outlet and find it for cheaper, done. Like, for example, forever I've shopped at, you know, Trader Joe's, you know, fuck with Trader Joe's, but I, I've always kept a, I've, I've always noticed them out of the corner of my eye being like, y'all, you guys do some sketchy shit. How are you dirt cheap here? And then some of your things are way more money than other places. So I'd get a little things here. Then I go to like the Ralph's and then Ralph's is our stop and shop. It's our Publix. It's our, whatever your normal store in town is. That's, that's what our Ralph's and Vons are. And then you fucking go there and you're like, okay, this is much cheaper here. But then some of their other crap is more expensive. And you're like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. People, I'm going to tell you something right now and you're going to shit your pants. If you go to Amazon, Amazon Fresh, same as the, they they all have the same thing. Some things are cheaper. Some things are more. But what I've been saving doing Amazon Fresh for the most part as far as bulk and kind of just like the general bulk of my grocery run is pretty insane i mean I, f- I feel like i am i mean i'm doing the math i can see like for example I, this podcast is not funny but i guess what i get i get excited i like talking about this um i bought five pounds of chicken for like 17 bucks i mean again people are like what is a gmo guess what i don't think so and, and even if it was fuck it i don't care because GMO or not, even if you're going to just compare apples to apples with what's at the grocery store and what's at the goddamn, what's on Amazon Fresh, it's so much cheaper. Go to the store and tell me, and again, maybe it's different for people not in a city, so I feel like some of you might be being, you know, shocked at how much I am paying, but for what I've noticed in the game of out here, uh, I'm saving an ass load of money, and I mean, even let's just break away from money and all that stuff and go back to just the general methodology of saving money i mean what it's getting me to do is buy more bulk ish five pounds of chicken i got a fucking pillowcase of rice dude i'm fucking bro i can hunker down right now if some shit if the fucking volcano or some some shit went off dude i got a, a, a fucking bucket of rice fucking hella chicken i can just forge water i mean but I'm, what i'm getting at is now I'm being responsible. Like after this podcast, I have to go to CVS to buy sandwich bags because I need to take all the chicken breasts out of my big package of chicken and then I put them in my sandwich bag and I get a piece of masking tape, put it on the 
individual sandwich bag and then I weigh it and then I mark the weight because then I can see, then it starts to let me not, I'm prepping to not waste food, which is a bad habit. I feel like a lot of people have forever when I was working and I, you know, it was really not trying to save money and all this shit. I would throw so much food away and I would feel really guilty doing it. But now I, uh, I'll get the chicken, I put it in the baggie, I weigh it. And now I know even for my meal prepping, I eat and all I want to eat chicken wise is about four to five ounces. I'm not trying to eat like nine ounces of chicken and all this shit. So then when I say I I freeze all the chicken breasts and then when I'm like, okay, what do I want for the next two days? I'm going to have this type of chicken or whatever, or I'm going to make this. Then I can take one out. I know what the weight is. So you're not guessing. And then you, some of it's too much chicken, not enough. Now I'm, now I'm using every piece. I don't think, I don't know last time I threw away a piece of chicken from that little baggy, uh, prep I've, I've developed, but not that I've made up, but Again, that's what I'm trying to do across the board. I'm trying to just develop this um, obedience. I like to have obedience around me. You know what I'm saying? I like to be, I like to know where things are because then I know how squirrely my fucked up ass brain is where if I, one half of my brain is very like, you know, right-sided, very organized. I got my calendar there with all my shows on it. I got my whiteboard you can't see. I got my freaking, my credit cards I check every week. I, if everything around me is just like, it's like a fortress, you know what I'm saying? If I just build the walls of obedience around me, then inside those walls, the left side of my brain can just get wild and just say weird shit on here. I can fucking say sucking ass and bitch and nipple tits and you know what I'm saying? I can just get crazy. But if I'm like the Tasmanian devil, you know what I'm saying? You got to build the walls to keep them in there. And the second, you know, the obedience lacks and we didn't put enough bricks on this wall, then the craziness breaks out of the breaks out of the barrier and I got to I got to sound the alarms and get it back. And that is a process of it, it triggers anxiety, it triggers um just not a good it's not a good mental uh mentally speaking it's not good for what i'm trying to do here so feels good though i just love a fucking good game plan dude i'm just getting older i like a good game plan i like to freaking feel like i have my ducks in a row i like saying things that dad say i got my ducks in a row we need a game plan i'm backing the car into every parking space regardless of if it's taking longer or not because I need to exit as fast as I can. That's what a lot of people say. That's what a lot of old dudes say. I go, why do you always back in a space as he goes? Because I never know how fast I'm going to have to exit. This guy's already thinking about emergencies down the road. And guess what? When you have to back out of a space and go, that's a millisecond you lost. And that's one pump on you potentially having to do CPR on somebody. And that's somebody's life. So I'm an old guy. I fucking, you know. I tie my my sneakers tight, back into spaces, and I got a good game plan. And um, feels pretty good. I love looking in the back of the toilet. I like just doing old dude shit. I like to lift the fucking... When I'm in the bathroom before I go in the shower, I like to just fucking just start... In, I like to ins- 
inspect. That's what I'm doing when I get older. You know, when when I'm waiting for the shower to heat up, I'm just run, I'm doing inspections in this apartment. And nine times out of ten, it's me just opening the back of the toilet and looking in there and still trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in there. I think I have an idea. You lift the lever, the water goes down the hole, which in turn causes the swirling effect. That's a toilet. That's that's what's flushing your shit. But guess what? Regardless if I know what's going on or not, that's just uh, it's a fun thing to look at. It's just like why guys look under hoods. Do I know all the parts? No, but do I feel manly doing it? That's exactly it. When I look at meat on the grill, do I know that what temperatures is at? No, but just just glaring at it just sends the message to the people around you saying that guy's that's a guy. That's a goddamn man. I'm almost at the age. This isn't this is a different color, but I'm ready to start wearing white undershirts always. I want to be an old dude. I want to wear white undershirts always with yellow pit stains that looks like piss. I want a handkerchief in my back pocket that I blow my nose into five times a day regardless of how wet the fifth blow is. That's actually pretty gross. You ever see your grandpa? You're like, why do you keep blowing your nose into the same wet rag? And then you put it back in your pocket. What a bizarre age. My grandpa used to fucking... Literally, he would cut himself doing, like, woodworking stuff in the basement, which is a very manly thing to do. He would just go down there and have saws and just... Just like... That's how you let your anger out back in the fucking 70s. You're young. Although, him and my... I, I can't imagine him and my grandmother used to yell, but... In the event they did, he's like, you need to get the fucking... And she's like, Dad! And then he's like, what? And then he just goes to the basement and just... Just cutting wood without a mask. My grandma thinks that's why he got lung cancer because he was like just inhaling just dust. <sighs> just inhaling legitimate shards of wood into his lungs. This guy used to use a guy. He would cut himself doing that, doing like woodworking, and then his Band-Aid would be masking tape. I'm like, are you, like literally there's adhesive on the masking tape that you're putting in your body. That is the last era of rugged dudes who, I mean, you just won't, you won't see that again. I mean, if I did anything rugged, I think, uh, I don't think it would be like intentional. Like if anything, like looking back, like he was just like, fuck your, fuck your glue. I I know I'm doing it, dude. I got to build this table. What do you, I mean, what are we going to not have dinner tonight? That's the dude shit. Like, if I did something intentional, like that, seem like it could potentially be masculine. Like, when my grandkids look back, they're gonna be like, "No, he just didn't know." I mean, he literally he put his face in front of the microwave when he made nuggets when he was thirty-five. I mean, that's just dumb. I mean, it's not like he's like a tough guy. And then my grandkids are like, "Grandpa, why did you just put your face in front of the microwave when you'd watch eat nuggets? And why were you thirty-five eating nuggets?" And I'm just like. Huh? Just can't hear them ever. What? I can't wait to get to the age where I can just pretend like I can't hear anyone. Because uh, your grandpa likes nuggets, right? When I was growing up, I watched Jurassic Park. They go, Jurassic Park, the one that there's... You know, Jurassic Park from 94 they just came out with? Well, guess what? I was around when Jurassic Park 1 was around. And... uh 
Although we couldn't find dinosaurs in the real world, I like to pretend like I could find them and they conveniently made chicken nuggets that were dinosaurs and I ate them until I was 38. That's one thing I think about. Dude, I'm, I made chicken nuggets. That's one thing I meal prep. Let's go back to my meal prep spiel. Your boy fucking just, I, I like eating healthy, but I also love the, the challenge of not eating boring healthy. I mean, I think that's a thing we all strive to be or do. And uh, without going too much into it, I make healthy chicken nuggets and they're just so good. I mean, people, I'm going to make a video about them so uh, everybody can see. They're just that good. You blend the chicken up. I mean, you season it beautifully. I put You bread it. And then now I have the a bag of frozen nuggets I have a bag of frozen nuggets, and they're just like, I'm going to get them right now. I want you guys to see. I want you to see what I'm talking about. These are nuggets I made. And I freaking basically, I feel like I'm talking to a visitor. I feel like a person who never has visitors, and now I'm just like cornering them, being like, I made these nuggets. They're like, I need to leave. And I'm like, let me show you my nuggets real quick. Basically, see how they're all the same thickness. People, that's the trick. I wouldn't take them out because they're not cooked. See how they're all the same thickness. Basically, I pulse the chicken up in a food processor. I season it with, you know, I have some rib seasoning. That's pretty good. I don't do get too crazy, but you want it to be flavorful. And then I freaking roll it out with a cookie. I put uh, saran wrap down on the table. Then I put the, the hunk of chicken that's blended up. And I smooth that out to about, I mean, just under a half inch. We'll say, yeah, just under a half inch. And then I take, I lift up the saran wrap, put that on a cookie sheet. You let it chill in the fridge for at least like an hour or two. I like the salt and everything to kind of coagulate. I got to put these back before they thaw out. Um, and then basically you put them, I take them out, I cut them into equal squares and then you freeze that. And then once it's frozen, I take it back out, break off the chunks, you know, break off the squares as you can see here, see a little square. And then you freaking flour, put in a little flour, put, and then from flour to egg wash. And then I do the breadcrumbs. But the trick is because I have so many, I'll do like eight at a time. You do eight in the flour, or I would toss everything in the flour and then I would refreeze them because I just, that's a, a step that's super, you can literally just put a, all of them in the flour and shake it in the Tupperware. And then I, and then I put them, uh, and then I put them back on the cookie sheet. I'll freeze them again. And then from there, I'll do like batches of like eight to 10. I do a big thing of like beat eggs, toss them in the eggs, toss them in the breadcrumbs, shake it in the breadcrumbs, lay it out. And then you basically put that back in the freezer. I know it's a lot, but guess what, people? I'd rather do all this than eat shitty bland chicken. And then I freeze it, and then I put them in the bags. Baby! These are so fucking good. Oh, my God. And then I got this Nashville dry rub that I put on there when I want them spicy, dude. Ooh! They're so good. Oh, my God. They're so good, though. But anyways... Be creative, people. Uh, be creative, save money, and um, yeah, I don't know. If you guys have any tips for saving money, hit me up. I'm excited. And if you have any fun restaurants you like, let me know, too. I mean, people, let's just 
I don't know. You know, this is a different podcast. I don't know. It's just me talking. I feel. I want you to feel like I'm just talking to you. Not all. I'm not talking to a bunch of you. I'm talking to just one person because, I mean, I don't know why. You, everybody listens to these for different reasons. I, if you're cleaning right now and you, it's just me, a background noise, guess what? That's great. And if you're really listening and you're, you can relate, that's awesome too. But guys, I want to get out of here. I got a lot of crap to do, but... um. Please throw a comment, like, subscribe. Everybody's doing great. Proud of everybody. And uh, have a great week. All right, thanks. Bye.